When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another Captaincy video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. My name is Joe and joining me is not Fancy Football Scout's Tom Freeman to discuss the best armband candidates for game week 23. Uh, Tom, like most of the Burnley squad, has COVID. So in his place, I'm joined by Fancy Football Scouts as as Welcome. How are you? I'm good. It's been a while, Joe, mm. since we did a, did a stream together. Back to the Scoutcast days. I know. This is it. This is... This is where the giants meet. <laughs> this is a, this is the clash of the titans, the glamour clash that everyone's waited for. Um, so um, I understand. Just before we welcome those that have been kind enough to join us very early in this stream, um, I understand you've got a few words to say about fan team. Yes. So fan team uh, is is obviously continuing. There's the the second half of the season game that's live at the moment so i'm guessing a lot of people have, have already kind of signed up to that um you know uh, it's a free to play game twenty thousand pound first place prize hundred thousand pound uh cash pool as well so no reason not to get involved in that um what we have got though is the second chance so if you miss the deadline for that you can still get involved you start with the average points um of the game week so you're not at a massive disadvantage actually i think it's like 90 percent of the average points for the game week um, and you can submit a team and get involved so just because you've missed the deadline uh, doesn't mean you can't play obviously it's a form of gambling you've got to pay actual money to enter so gamble aware uh, gamble responsibly don't gamble sort of um, out of your means but i mean i play fan team i've been playing it since the start of the season uh, and yeah free to play game is, is a good way to try and win some money with your fantasy knowledge excellent thanks a lot for that um before we move on to the top candidates for the captaincy this week just want to welcome some of those in the live chat who've joined us baron nishi uh, very active in the live chat there uh, jimmy clifford uh, wayne um john uh, nuclear atoms as usual uh, dale <laughs> pool fans uh, Gabriel, Daniel, QS, and many more. It looking like from the live chat that Crypto FPL may have captained Bruno in game week 22, judging by <laughs> the um, uh, dazzling array of uh, fire emojis he's put up there uh, with the name of Bruno. So welcome all. Um, do press that like button, smash it, whatever you want to do. Do press that very like good, button. Joe. And, very good, Joe. Um, very Yeah, I'm doing all the things. Down with the kids these days. Yeah, I'm down with the kids. Yeah, um, Smash <laughs> It, I believe they say um, so smash that like button um, and let's move on to those top candidates so currently we don't know <laughs> if there's any double game weeks there are is a possibility that a Villa may have and mm. it may be in addition to their Everton fixture it may also be against Burnley uh, or Leeds but it may not so we're just sort of covering ourselves to make sure we're still we're still topical for the rest of the week. Um, so I'll put some stats to see. This is Villa's last match up on screen. So and I've done it last match, not last four, because Luke Dean um, and Coutinho have joined the masses. So they could be captaincy options. There's also 
uh, Jacob Rabsey, if you're a light on cash, uh, Ollie Watkins, if you um, hopefully he'll <laughs> he'll have a return at some point soon. Um, so yeah, as what do you reckon? Um, if Villa have a double, just to cover ourselves, who would you get in and captain, or who would you captain? Yeah, it's a good question. We, we were talking about it sort of before we came on, weren't we? About what happens if kind of the double gets announced after the deadlines pass, because we're not sure what that means in terms of. FPL, like we we don't think that a, a team can be added in after the deadline uh, after the deadline's gone, but we're also saying that we don't know if it can be moved forward. I think there's less chance of it being moved forward. I think that would kind of cause too many problems, you know, for people who are you know expecting a deadline to be on a certain yeah. time in it, and and it gets moved forward. So I don't think that will happen. But yeah, unless we hear this week, we're, we're not really going to know. Um, and then also there's there's kind of two weeks until the next um, FPL deadline. Mm. So. Yeah, it's an interesting one. In terms of the players, I think it's it's interesting that, that Ramsey's at the top, obviously the cheapest mm. player in the Villa squad. I mean, I've been so impressed with him. He's a great enabler. Would I would I captain a, a 4.6 million mid? Probably not. I think you're going to be looking towards Watkins, aren't yeah. you? He looks to be the kind of mm. the focal point at the um, you know, in the in, in the in the uh in the Villa attack. I wonder what's gonna happen with Ings. I sense maybe Ings might might even have to drop to the bench. Yeah, the the consensus is that the best Villa lineup at the moment would involve Wendia, Coutinho, and one of Watkins or Ings, mm. most likely Watkins. Watkins, every time I watch him, he's I get out of breath watching him. He's so active, isn't he? And I just keep thinking he's gonna he's gonna haul at some point soon. But um the Manchester United game, he actually only had one shot on target. Mm. Um, but what I found interesting in terms of just hard FPL points, um, Wendia was very interesting. Two shots on target, four chances created, lots of involvement, only 6.2. Could be a good captaincy shout. Luca Dean created a couple of chances um, from fullback um, and a shot on target. And Coutinho, it, I, I can't, what was he on the pitch for? 10 minutes, quarter of an hour? But uh, mm. two shots on target and a goal. Um, this is, this, I mean, We've been a fantasy football scout a while. But we can remember the days when Coutinho was a genuine captaincy option for Liverpool. Um, yeah. And these were his figures. He would have one or two shots on target, mostly from long range, and he would end up with one or two goals on a match. So um, that's not a surprise, really, to see that. Um, I think there's some options there. We're sort of covering ourselves a bit, because if Villa haven't got a double, I guess their assets are probably not the best options but mm. there's some others so the mothers so um the single game weakers so um oh bruno fernandez not in my team was it is in your team Hans? he is yeah he is. Is I, it, do you captain I, him i did not captain him no i the the i brought him in but the ronaldo i mean Vanik seemed quite positive on on ronaldo's chance of getting being involved so no i i kept it on him um but yeah congratulations to anyone who, who bought in fernandez and, and captained him that was a Definitely. So um, I've got some last four matches stats on the screen between Ronaldo and Fernandez. So I think um, ahead of uh, Manchester United's game against West Ham, and I put in brackets in my notes, Diop and Dawson. So that basically means West Ham will concede whoever they play, even Manchester (laughs) United. Um, So it's Ronaldo or Fernandez would really be the top ones. Now, Bruno is back (laughs) as a captaincy shout. But in terms of last four matches, expected goal involvement, Ronaldo, 3.14. Fernandez, 1.03. And yes, he got his two goals, but I believe he only had two shots and he had created a chance. 
uh, the last match. I'm not sure. I have, have to look at those exact figures, but it's more just over the those the, the immediate four matches. If Ronaldo's back, Fernandez probably not an option. But well, yeah, what do you think? Um, you tempted by either of them for the armband? Uh, yeah, I mean West Ham have uh, obviously doing really well, but. I, I don't back them to get a clean sheet in kind of any match that, that they play. And obviously they've, they've been struggling because they've had, you know, their entire defense, you know, not available. Um, Zuma is almost back. I think he was, he was tipped to maybe start in the last game and, and didn't and, and didn't play, but he's, he's going to be back soon, which I think improves them. Cause like you say, Diop and Dawson just isn't working as a center back pairing. Um, they've got Creswell back, which is big. Um, and then obviously Sufal looks like he's kind of usurped Ben Johnson uh, again, which is interesting. It's really difficult with, with a captain. I think this is where, I think, you know, previous captaincy videos, you, you've done well to kind of, you know, make a case for anyone that isn't Salah. But obviously we're now entering into a period where we don't have Salah, mm. at least for a couple of games. So this kind of decision is, is really crucial. If Ronaldo's fit, I think he's one of the standout picks um, to go for. I wouldn't trust Fernandez. I mean, the shot he has, you know, mm. what is Martinez doing letting that go in? He's, he's one of the top goalkeepers in uh. the league. Absolutely wasn't expecting that to happen. And, you know, then he scores from, you know, his other shot on target. These aren't stats of someone that I think is no. going to be the kind of consistent option that, that Salah is. And that's, that's so, the yeah, best. So, yeah, still out for me. That's, yeah, that's the best Bruno can get. I mean, in returns, great. But underlying stats and general performance is still not really captaincy material. If you look at others, but um, mm. but yeah, nevertheless, well done those who captained them. Um, Ronaldo, yeah, I think if Ronaldo's looking fit, um, he, he would be on my radar. He may even be my captain um, if he's if he's looking like a guaranteed starter. Um, but Fernandez, not not really, not really on my radar. But nevertheless, he is back, and those who've got him, it's going to be very tempting. It's going to be a choice there. Mm. I've got some more stats here. I've got. Um, this is expected goal involvement uh, last four matches and I put all players that aren't at AFCON and aren't seriously injured um, so it's Bowen who's top and I thought that was interesting because to be honest in this fixture Bowen against Manchester United I think actually could be a better captaincy shout um, mm. in the absence of Salah we have to make these decisions um, but Ronaldo's on there um, as you would expect with his expected goal involvement 3.14 um but no fernandez as we as we saw his stats are low so um yeah but do you think bowen's even better yeah i mean it's not it's not the kind of ideal fixture is it? i mean i know united have been leaky i think i've seen they've, they've conceded more goals than burnley which mm. you know although burnley have played you know quite a few games less it's still pretty alarming for a team like united to be mm. conceding kind of that many goals and, and i back the west ham attack in in kind of every game um, looking at the fixtures, I mean, I'm always looking for, you know, what team is playing Norwich and that's mm. Watford. So we're not, we're not probably not going to go there with, with King and, and Dennis again. Who's playing Burnley? Well, it's Arsenal where you've got a few players on there, Lacazette, mm. Martinelli, but yes. then there's question marks whether that game's going to go yeah. ahead, given that Arsenal now shipped off another player on loan and already couldn't, you know, meet yeah. the, meet the criteria for the Spurs match. Who's playing like Leeds? Well, it's Newcastle. Well, we're not going to go Chris Wood. Yeah. Captain, so it's it's a really tricky week to try and to try and nail this this captain down. And I think looking at this list, I think you know you could make a, a case for quite a few of these. Yeah, who, players. who has been a consistent scorer? I mean, I mean, I've mm. I've currently got the captains in game week twenty two on Ronaldo. If Mason Mount should should 
somehow do well against Brighton. Uh, he's mm. my vice captain. Ronaldo doesn't show up. But this is what we're talking about here. We're talking about sort of slightly unreliable picks, really. Absolutely. Bowen well, I mean, scored the, again. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the two reliable players on this list are at the top and the bottom. Bowen yeah. at the top and Trent at the bottom. Yeah. Um, d- double digit, regular double digit haulers. Mm. Um, why I'm not captaining Alexander Arnold? We say it every week. I say it to Tom. I said, why aren't we captaining him? And he said, well, maybe, you know, maybe a vice captain. And we're still not doing it. And we're missing out on these huge hauls yeah. every week. Um, and and because of his ownership, it really is the only way you're going to get a rank rise as well out of Alexander Arnold, unless you sort of double up on the defence. I think yeah. he's he's definitely a viable one mm. this week. I mean, Palace were very poor against yeah. our boys against Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had to kind of salvage something in the dying minutes because that's what, <laughs> that's Palace, what did, Palace did. Their customary score a goal against the runner play against Brighton. They did absolutely, <laughs> but it, you know, in general, I think I think Liverpool should should you know be pretty optimistic they're going to win that game fairly comfortably. And you know, the game against Brentford was interesting because you know they brought in players to replace kind of uh, Mane and, and Salah and, and still looked good going forward. So I think Liverpool should win that game and. Trent just is just unbelievable. I mean, he's on he's on he's on track to beat his own assist record mm. this season if he if he carries on. So he's up to eight point four now. He's entering into almost premium territory mm. too if you care about that kind of thing. So I think he's someone that people should definitely be thinking about this week. So so far we got with the captaincy. If we were minded to captain a Manchester United player, it would be uh, probably Ronaldo if he if mm. he looks like he's playing. Um, and then for the safety the safety of getting a, a return. Bowen and Alexander-Arnold yeah. are probably your next best bets. But there's another name on there. Raheem Sterling plays for mm. Manchester City. Manchester City plays Southampton. Now, I remember that I captained Man City players against Southampton before and it hasn't worked out for me. Um, so nevertheless, Man City in form. Southampton's defence still a bit ropey, as you would expect. Last four matches, Raheem Sterling should have ex- mm. expected to be involved in three goals um, Jesus is next and then you've got Grealish uh, Foden and De Bruyne are the, are the next ones there what I found particularly interesting um, to uh, I've only put, put up expected goal involvement stats but in our notes we have um, chances created and overall goal attempts and I, I had to go back you know but sometimes when you put stats in a video you, you sort of think that can't be right and then you have to go back and you go god that is right um, so yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, he's had 12 goal attempts the last four and mm. he's created 11 chances. That's far and away the best out of any Man City asset. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, I think on paper, is probably the best, and most sensible captaincy pick. What do you reckon? Oh, you're going you're gonna to go that far? So I, I, he's, I haven't, he's... don't own him. I personally can't, <laughs> but I think if I did, <laughs> I would definitely go there. Yeah, I, I really like it. I think, you know, given that Sellers away and, you know, you've kind of, a lot of people are, are not massively redistributing that money across their side and they're going for one of these these premium picks. And that's why I ended up going for mm. Fernandez because I was between Fernandez and, and De Bruyne. Mm. But, you know, with Fernandez having the extra game, I thought I'd just kind of take that risk. And if you've got De Bruyne, you've still got double digits from him, mm. um, you know, against Chelsea. So you're going to be delighted with that. I think he's an absolutely there i mean he's absolutely got to be up there this mm. week i mean you know we talked about kind of consistency reliability i mean since de bruyne has been you know back in back in the side um i think it's only been one game that he's he's blanked yeah. you know, or you know in the last kind of oh, sorry two games in the last one two three two games in the last six that he's blanked yeah. you know he, he's looking he's looking back to his best mm. and 
yeah, I, I think against Southampton, you've got to think he's going to start and you've got to think he's going to yeah. get something else. You, you would imagine so. I mean, they, um, you know, Man City are comfortably uh, champions in waiting at the moment, perhaps. Um, but I, mm. I, I would say, you know, they can't afford to take their foot off the gas. They've got to keep going for it and they've got to, you know, get the goal difference. And while De Bruyne is in form, it just seems crazy to, to rest him somehow. Mm. Um so I think if you do own him or you can get him in, I think De Bruyne could be the one there. That's it. Twelve goal attempts, eleven chances created, last four. Yeah, I mean, Foden, it's amazing that he's um, yeah. his expecting goal involvement is so low given the amount of chances and and shots he's having. Well, a lot of those are from you know, those sort of howitzes yeah. from a million yards yeah. out. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, he's he's doing it. It's just the sheer quantity, and he has the quality as well. So he's going to get some kind of return. And he's a midfielder, more points for goals, and he's good for bonus as well. Um, but yeah, Foden, if he should play, nine goal attempts, seven chances created, is another good option if you think he's going to play. His expected goal involvement's a bit higher as well. Mm. Um, Grealish, so, I'm not so sure. I, I've got so I've got Foden um, mm. in in my team. I mean, it's interesting. The, the minutes per goal attempts in the box is, is the lowest mm. of all of all these players for yeah. Foden. Given that he often plays as that false nine, you'd think he'd be the yeah. one kind of at the spearhead. But it's the fact he drops deep, you yeah. know, to allow the others to kind of come in, in into the game. I still think he's he, he's a great pick mm. um, yeah. as well. It's I I would I would bet more money on De Bruyne starting over Foden. Yeah, though, I, next week I own neither. Um, they're the players I fear this week, mm. um, but I'm probably probably won't get them in. But um, but yes, they are they are definitely ones to fear. So you mentioned some of the when we were looking at expected goal involvement. You mentioned about you're looking for players on this list who are playing the sorts of Leeds and Norwiches of this world. So another thing we do um, each week is we look at the uh, whipping boys, the defences to target. Um, so I've got a last four matches here up on the screen. And just for those listening on the podcast, um, Leicester, remember them when last time they played? Um, are, um, have conceded eight goals, but they should have conceded nine um, in terms of expected goal uh, goals conceded. Um, and Leicester are the, are the worst on paper defence at the moment. I'm not sure they've got any defenders, let's be honest. Uh, mm. then, then Leeds, they've conceded 14 goals. That's another one I had to double check. Uh, but they should have conceded nearly nine. Newcastle, poor, on par, par really, should have conceded nine and have conceded nine. Uh, and then you've got Norwich, um, Watford, Crystal Palace. Uh, that, that's because they played the mighty Brighton last time though. So, um, And they're the best defences. So these are the teams, if you were going to captain a player against one of these, perhaps think again, Brighton, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal and Man City and Wolves as well. So they're, they're, the, they're the best defences. So, yeah, looking at the the fixtures um, we've got up here, what other options um, should we mention? I've got, I've got a few put in the notes, but you know you might have some ideas. Which which other players might tempt you for the captaincy? It's very interesting with this with this list. I mean, Leicester, for example, with two clean sheets. Mm. You know, which only Wolves have, have bettered that, but yeah. Leicester have got by far the worst yeah. numbers. I mean, they've had they've had tricky games, mm. but. You know, it's 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 alarming that Leicester are are so sort of harmless. We don't just don't know what we're going to get from them at the moment. Like, no. I can't even remember what they look like to to see like Burnley. <laughs> no. I can't even remember what they what they play like. It's, no, it's going to be. Interesting. I thought Eddie Howe was still managing Burnley. <laughs> Hello. So yeah, and then you look at Leeds and Norwich. I mean, they are just you know not only are they high on the list in terms of the expected goals they've mm. conceded, but the actual goals they've conceded is you know is kind of a lot more. So you know that seems like the keepers aren't aren't making the saves that you'd kind of expect them to. 
and that kind of thing, which is surprising with Melier because he's mm. a keeper who last season particularly was making really good saves and kind of keeping leads in, mm. in matches, but doesn't look like he's having that kind of impact uh, this season, no. um, you know, on things like that. So, I mean, they're obviously the teams that, that you target, but like we've talked about, it's, it's hard to know who to captain from them. Leicester are playing Brighton, Leeds are playing Newcastle, and then Norwich as, as, as well are playing Watford. So these aren't really the, the, the you know, the, the, the teams that we can target. Not, I guess you could make a case for King or Dennis, potentially. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, King and Dennis, they're playing playing Norwich. Um, so, but I mean, I, I put that, their, their last result against Everton down more to Everton, I would imagine, than Norwich. Um, but you would imagine King or Dennis would get a return against Norwich, but... It might mm. be, you know, four nil, and Pedro gets four goals. Who knows? Um, but um, Liverpool against Palace. We mentioned Alexander Arnold's um, sort of a while ago. I sort of put the bus team armband on Jota, but I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not even convinced I want to keep him anymore. Um, <laughs> what's your What's your feeling about Jota for the captaincy? He's a frustrating player, isn't he? I mean, he, he always has been. I mean, he's. He, you, you, you know, he was nailed on, right? Salah and, and Mane yeah. going. And he, he subbed off at 70 minutes against Chelsea and subbed off against 80 minutes at, at Brentford. Um, he's had like one assist and one goal in the last four mm. matches, which like is kind of okay for like a 7.58 million mid. But I think everyone's just been kind of expecting a, a little bit more. I think he's got to be in, in the equation. I think, you know, as I said earlier, the, the Brentford game showed that Liverpool can still score. Mm goals and you've still got to think he's going to be you know one of the main kind of you know focal points mm. it's just a bit alarming when you know they score three goals and he's not involved in any of them and the like you know some of the other players they've got who are you know, like Firmino coming in like Firmino just is just the bane of Jota isn't mm. he like he not only keeps him out of the team sometimes but then he's kind of stealing the goals that we kind of want him to to get so I don't trust Jota no. as, as a captain option. I'd go for Trent over him for sure. Yeah, when I put the I'll put it up again actually the expected goal involvement table up. Um, pretty much most weeks this has Jota on it near the top mm. as well, and Alexander Arnold is often on it as well. But Jota's not here. Uh, Alexander Arnold is, so I think that's mm. made up our mind really. If you were going to captain a Liverpool player, probably would be Trent. Um, elsewhere, I think I think the Leeds Newcastle game. That, that screams goals. Two mm. awful defences. Newcastle with a great new striker, Chris Wood, one of the most prolific strikers of the Your last five? four or five years. Yeah, um, so you can see why they've got him. Um, not been so great this season, but you know, early days at Newcastle. Um, but then Leeds. I think Rafina. Um, mm. He's always involved. I think if you just want to, I just want some return, a, a return goal, some bonus for my captain. I think Rafina against Newcastle. That surely must be. Seven, eight points at least. What do you reckon? I like it. I think this is the week where you can have a bit of fun and mm. not worry. To I think you know we're not we're not going to see someone with like a hundred and fifty percent EO this no. this week. Yeah. I, I imagine Ronaldo is going to be the most the most popular captain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if 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 he's fit and, and plays, there's still some doubts mm-hmm. of whether he's going to play against against Brentford um, tomorrow night. But if he's fit and available, I think he's going to be the the top one. But it does give. I think this is the kind of week where there is a bit of scope to maybe go a bit different. I mean, Rafina has been has been so good this season. Mm. I mean, without him, I don't know where Leeds would be. He's the trouble with Rafina is always that double digit haul always eludes him. He hasn't got a single double digit haul this season. I can. I think he might have got one or something last year. And I'd like to know where you stand on it because it's that kind of like 
reliable. I guess he's been he's been pretty reliable. I mean, he's, he's had two blanks in the last like seven or eight games. Yeah. So he's been getting at least a goal or an yeah. assist in all those games, but not hitting those double digit holes. I want my captain to be mm. able to hit twenty points. Well, Don't you? I I do, but at the moment. At the moment, I want my players to play, (laughs) so I will take anything. And so uh, Rafinha doesn't get the double-digit hauls, but he gets seven to nine points regularly, Mm. and that's what I like. Um, And I think in a week like this, where it's hard to predict the captaincy, if you're getting a sort of 18, 16 points from your captain, and and some of your other players are doing well, getting similar returns as well, maybe not double-digit hauls, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that this week. But yeah, I know what you mean. I just trying to predict a double digit haul this week is is one of the tough ones. Yeah. Um just because of the way the fixtures are, there's no Mo Salah for us. Um so I think Rafinha is probably as good as anyone. Mm. Um but as yeah. a kind of punty player outside yeah. of the kind of core cool ones, yeah. No, I like, I do like it to be fair. Um the Chris Wood against Leeds is definitely scraping the barrel. Um, but just before we go, who um, who are you captaining this week? Then do you reckon, as it stands? Uh, it's, it's a very good question. Um, at the moment, my kind of bust captain is on Ronaldo. Mm. Um, I, I could be swayed over to Trent or Foden. Mm. I think it's it's more, most likely going to be one of those three. I'd love to give it to Foden, but I'm just not sure about that security of start and if it's between Ronaldo a fit Ronaldo and, and Trent I'll probably give it to Ronaldo given he's, he's a yeah. striker Yeah, so it's on, it's on Ronaldo for me but I, I could be swayed to someone else yeah that, that's same for me I mean I look at my bunch and Ronaldo's the best I've got if I had KDB or, or even yeah. Foden probably KDB I would definitely go there um, um, and Trent is my vice captain I can't, still can't bring myself to captain him one day I know what you mean um, but yeah, I think he's a very, very good vice captain. So reliable. I, I think it'd be interesting with, with Fernandez owners whether they move over to De Bruyne because it's it's something that I because I was kind of between the two anyway. I was thinking maybe I could just move mm-hmm. you know Fernandez over to De Bruyne. But I've got I've got other issues. I've got to sort my defence out. I've got Ethan Pinnock for God's sake. He's he's got to go at some point. And also we've got Villa right. Mm-hmm. So we you know we, I think given the Villa have got a really good run, I think you know using these kind of premium transfers to move Fernandez to De Bruyne and then we're going to be moving him to Salah in a few weeks might not be might not be the best place so if you've got kind of if you've got maybe if you've got a Watkins or a Dean in place already and you've yeah. got Fernandez I think moving him over to De Bruyne and captain him could be a, a really shrewd move but yeah. it's not something that I'm, I'm probably going to do no definitely I mean I do have Watkins so we started with talking about Villa and, and we should probably end talking about Villa if they get a double game week my captaincy will switch to Ollie Watkins and that may <laughs> be the case with, with other people as yeah. well. And there are other options there. But in the meantime, um, thanks so much for everyone who's joined us in the live chat. Not too late to press that like button, by the way, everyone. Uh, thanks, Bernardo, Baron, uh, Sujan, Matt, Milan, uh, Paul and many, many more. Um, thanks for joining us um, as good luck with your captaincy decision this week and uh, for the rest of the season. See you later. Thanks, Joe. You too. See you soon.